What's up? I'm Alex Clark, and you're listening to the audio version of my show, Politics, powered by Turning Point USA. To fully experience the conservatee, make sure you're following the show at our home base on Instagram, where we post our episodes daily at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Okay, cute servatives, let the games begin. Dead serious, my best friend Lauren had a massive crush on W. Yup, George Dubstep Bush. At least her childhood crush was a human being. I was thirsting for him. The Bow Girl has slandered DJ Tanner and she's about to get a tongue lashing from me today. In the last few days, the powers that be have deliberately kept this news about Ghislaine Maxwell, very hush-hush. Congressman Matt Gates had a very spicy speech at SAS and one thing he actually said rubbed a lot of conservatives the wrong way. I'll reveal what I think about his controversial statements. Plus, we had no idea that this young Trump family member was battling cancer while they were in the White House until now. I'm very happy to be back. I'm Alex Clark and this is Poplitics. On Monday on the Politics Instagram, we made a post alerting you to some pop culture news involving Jojo Siwa that seemed to come straight from the bowels of hell. She claimed in a TikTok video that Candace Cameron Bure is the rudest celebrity she's ever met. You know what is rude? Jojo's whole look. Those bows are an offense to fashion and humankind. You know what the first thing that came to mind for me was? Maybe I am. Am I the villain? I don't think I'm the villain. Yeah, interesting how Candace entered the Hollywood scene at the age of five, and she's now in her 40s, and this is the first we've ever heard about her supposedly being an unpleasant celebrity. How rude. <laughs> of course, Candace is a class act, so in light of all the drama, she opted to post a Bible verse, Isaiah 26.4, which says, trust the Lord always. Now, see, this is how we know JoJo is lying. Candace doesn't have a mean bone in her body. If I was in her shoes, I would have posted something way pettier, like Proverbs 24.17, or even Leviticus 18.22. If you know, you know. <laughs> While we were occupied with the traitorous bow girl, something actually important was happening. Ghislaine Maxwell was moved into a low security federal prison that offers yoga, Pilates, and talent shows. Hey, what's your talent? Luring girls into dangerous situations with criminal perverts? Forget I quit. Jizz Lane doesn't even have to wear actual jail clothes. According to Fox News, she gets to wear khaki pants and a shirt. She's basically at boarding school for menopausal criminals. It has been, in a word, exquisite. If you ever wondered how seriously our government takes people running billion dollar pedophile rings, here's your answer. I'm here to tell you right now. We don't care. Let me tell you. <laughs> it was definitely one of the juiciest moments at Turning Point USA's Student Action Summit when Congressman Matt Gates got on stage and said this. Have you watched these pro-abortion, pro-murder rallies? The people are just disgusting. Like, why is it that the women with the least likelihood of getting pregnant are the ones most worried about having abortions? 
Nobody wants to impregnate you if you look like a thumb. That went viral immediately, but it was his comments doubling down on what he said that went even more viral. Safe to say that based off of your comments, you're suggesting that these women at these abortion rallies are ugly and overweight? Yes. What do you say to people who think that those comments are offensive? Be offended. Mm -hmm. I shared that last clip on my personal Instagram story and asked if people found this to be true or offensive. And the feedback I got really surprised me. All the conservative men who follow me thought it was hilarious. Everybody said, like, it's true, it's so funny. The conservative women who follow me were pretty split. A lot of you felt like his comments were out of pocket, unnecessary, and were more hurtful to the pro-life cause than helpful. Several said it was rude and that they hate attacks on women's appearances regardless of what side they're on politically. So I started thinking about it and, you know, I get this same type of feedback from conservative women when I make similar jokes like that. What I ultimately think this boils down to is different sense of humor styles. His more abrasive, blunt, and savagely honest observations are really similar to things President Trump has said that rub female voters the wrong way. I personally thought what Congressman Matt Gaetz said was funny, but I like that type of humor. I think it really is just a thing for females that typically we don't go for that style of joke, and that's why so many women, even conservative women, could never bring themselves to vote for President Trump. It's truly a fascinating thought exercise if you spend time on it. You're like, wait. <laughs> like, waiting. Like, seriously, like that? Like a dog. You're like a dog, like, waiting. Like, for me to, like, break up. That's what you're doing, because you're sick. You're sick, you're miserable, you're ugly, and you're a loser, okay? This was definitely one of those tightly held secrets during President Trump's time in the White House. We had no idea, but in 2019, Jared Kushner was diagnosed with cancer. In his new book, Breaking History, a White House memoir, Jared found out he had thyroid cancer and had to have surgery right away. He didn't want the president or his wife, Ivanka, to know just yet. He wrote, the day before the surgery, Trump called me into the Oval office and motioned for his team to close the door. Are you nervous about the surgery? He asked. And Kushner replied, how do you know about it? How the hell? That's when Trump said, I'm the president. I know everything. I understand that you want to keep these things quiet. I like to keep things like this to myself as well. You'll be just fine. Don't worry about anything with work. We have everything covered here. <laughs> I'm just absolutely shocked that this information never got leaked to the press. Makes me wonder what else we don't know that went on during those four years. Quiet! Hush your mouth. I missed you all while we had to do stuff for Summer is always an interesting time for the politics team because we just have so many events we have to travel for. Part of next week, there won't be politics shows either because the productions team at TPUSA is doing a creative retreat, which we've never done before, you know, team bonding type of stuff, you know the vibes. But the good news is that for the next few days, there will be daily episodes and of course, a new episode of The Spillover this week and next week as per usual. If you're glad we're back, heart or thumbs up this episode, how did you feel about Congressman Matt Gates's comments? By the way, the invite for Candace Cameron Bure has been open for a year. Let her know in the comments if you think the spillover should be the podcast she responds to JoJo's accusation on. DM this episode to a conservative friend who might even follow politics already, but just say, hey, politics is back in case we haven't shown up in their feed lately. And please hit the save button on Instagram. We are back at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, and tomorrow night you will have a brand new episode of The Spillover. Pop culture without the propaganda every single day. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Politics. Hopefully you found the conservatee scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full Poplitics experience to follow us on Instagram at Poplitics, where you can watch the episodes and see all the fun clips.
You can find me on Instagram too, at Real Alex Clark. Love you, mean it. Bye.